Hello, this is Brother Kapow. Today's date is August the 21st. What I want to do is, I want to talk about, well, some natural disasters and some catastrophes that are happening here in America that the the media is not talking about. All they're talking about is Trump and Biden and COVID mass nonsense. They're just, there's some real stuff going down. No one's talking about it um, on on mainstream media. I don't know about the Weather Channel. I, I'm not sure, but I figured I'm going to put something out. My sister, her name is Jody Villanueva, same last as, same name as mine, Jody Villanueva. And she has been working for the Red Cross for, for years, many years. And she retired about four years ago, but she still works and volunteers and um, is uh, assigned out of the Washington, D.C. Uh, area there. She works, she works out of, uh, from home, but she's assigned there. And she's a, um, for, for lack of a better understanding, a volunteer type of coordinator where she deals with the, the volunteers of, of the Red Cross. She's been doing this for years. Sometimes she's still deployed. In the past, she's been deployed all over the place. Uh, very important job, big, a big deal. She's um, uh, very good at this. Um, she's always been a very, very good administrator, and she's very good at this and, and loves this. Well, anyway, uh, yesterday she sent uh, this email out about the Red Cross and about the upcoming, the disasters that are happening, wildfires and hurricanes and um, all kinds of things that are going to happen like this week <laughs> coming up that no one's talking about. And and she's, so she's just sent this email out to, to us and the family just to say, hey, this is, this is what is going on. This is what I do. You can see why much I love it and all this stuff. And when I read this, I, I, just, I just flipped out. Uh, because there there are things in this this email where the writer of the email is saying you know, this is not normal this is, this is not normal and you know we've been saying that for a long time you know Miss Capow and I we we watch these uh, aberrant weather patterns uh, we have for years two of the the sites that we like is Signs of the Times or SOT S O T T you look that up on YouTube, and they have, uh, at the end of each month, they have a summary of all the, the crazy weather that's been going on globally, and they'll take it day by day. When we first started watching these things years ago, back in probably, you know, 2007 or eight, it was a year, seriously, it was a year of global catastrophes. They would do a video like, you know, the end of 2009, and it would have all these these floods and tornadoes and stuff for a year. And then they do 2010 and, you know, and it, 2011. And at some point, they started doing them monthly. And the monthly videos look like the year videos used to look like. It's incredible, the, the, the earth changes that are going on that are really not talked about. The other guy we, we listen to or we watch is on YouTube. It's Mr. MB333. And uh, one of the things he does that's interesting, his, his listeners, his viewers, uh, give him uh, pictures that they take of the sky, sky phenomena all the time, videos and sky phenomena. 
And there's some stuff going on in the heavens and on the earth that are unexplainable, totally inexplainable. And um, on a Christian viewpoint, they, they are signs in the skies and signs on the earth, signs in the heavens. There's something happening. There's there's global uh, collapse. There there are perplexities of nations. There's we, you know we know all these things, but to look at nature because you, you know it's not made up. It's not phony. This isn't fake news. These are real things. These are real people uh, taking real pictures and real videos of real things. And I'm not talking triangles in the sky and what look like craft and all that stuff though that's happening too fireballs everywhere um i i I am talking about very strange lights and clouds and just weird things in the heavens check out uh his his videos for stuff like that he has a big extensive website also on that i'm I'm not promoting him I, i don't i used to send stuff to him i used to send um my UV readings uh, a couple of years ago. In fact, I, I was doing it like two years ago, and I quit doing it this year, and I did it last year because I eh, just got busy. But I had a, um, a heat a heat the stuff that they use now to check your heat, your temperature as you go into a place. I had I have one of those a very inexpensive one actually that I use uh, in this heat that I live in, a desert heat, to to take the temperature of the cement and stuff before walking a dog or your front door. I got a west-facing garage door. It gets very hot, you know, things like that. But I would use that to take a temperature of the ground to see what the ground temperature was with the sun beating on it. And then I would take a picture of um, of the sky, you know, take a little video of the sky that's, you know, that's clear, cloudy, whatever it is. And then I have a UV reader. And I would uh, take the UV reading, and uh, because most of the time the apps would say, "Hey, it's um, it's high, it's you know seven or eight. But my UV reading would be more like you know tens or elevens, um, plants dying, signs melting, things like that. Uh, UV was getting more and more intense. It still is. So anyway, enough of that. That's what I used to do. So anyway, let's let's get on to uh, the name of this video. I've been blabbing too much. The name of this video is going to be about natural disasters that you're not hearing about. And this is from the official Red Cross. Um, the Red Cross. So this is a um, conspiracy theory. We're not making this up or anything. This is just stuff that's going on around this week in the next five days. And I just thought I would share this with you because it's... Um, uh, it's 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 very important. Um, so let me go and find the screen that we're going to be looking at, and I'm going to share that screen for you, so then you can see that. Okay, here we are. Um, I'm not going to give you the yeah. You'll get the guy's name. It, 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 this ain't a big deal. My sister could share this with the partners and friends and things like that, and donors and stuff like that. And I'm certainly a partner, and you're my partner, and that's why I'm sharing. This isn't you know private you know information. This is public stuff. So um, it, it kind of tells you what's going on and what they're doing. So anyway, uh, he he starts off this uh, this email saying. That as, as they go into this next week, it's going to be, it's already intense. They have 31 ongoing disaster relief operations, including four level four operations. I don't know what that means. I wanted to get my sister on this show on a Zoom 
to explain some of this stuff, but she's busy. Uh, she's actually, she's busy doing some work with the Red Cross and doing some other things. But maybe in the future, I get these emails, I can get her on here to explain things like, what the heck is a, a, a level four operation? Because uh, that would help. I don't, I don't know. So I'm going to do the best I can here. He writes that last night, um, and this was the night, the night before um, yesterday, the, I guess the 19th, there was 225 Red Cross responders on the ground. And there's 600 people, virtual responders, supporting them, like what my sister would do, doing casework, staffing, you know, analytics, all this stuff. So 225 boots on the ground, 600 support. Uh, they were serving 687 clients uh, in 349 hotel rooms across six states. To me, that sounds like a lot. 287 clients and five Red Cross congregate shelters. I don't know what that means. So once again, if I get her on here next time, she can explain these things. Uh, that's in two states and providing financial assistance and casework to over 200 households and responding to 860 calls to 1-800-RED-CROSS. This sounds like a lot going on. This organization is doing a lot. This isn't a plug for the Red Cross but I would say if you can support them rather than giving your money to a money preacher or a faith blab it and grab it and some idiot, why don't we, if you want to help other people and help an organization that really does help people, uh, let's consider maybe donating to the Red Cross, okay? I certainly am. So let's begin with, a, um, he's talking about... Um, an end, not the end, but an end in mind. And uh, he's talking about Tuesday, the, August 25th, about five days from now. And it's forecast to look like this. So he's he's starting with what it, it's forecast to look like in about five days and what this means for uh, the Red Cross and their organization. And obviously what it means for you if you're living in any of these zones <clears throat> and what it means for you if you don't live in these zones um, when you're not going to get your... Uh, groceries or fruits and vegetables or your Amazon stuff because uh, the nation is under uh, severe weather. This is a map. This first map here is the National Situation Awareness Map from the Red Cross. You see that up here. What you have here is a Category 1. See these? This is hurricane, Category 1s, heading right into uh, Florida, Tampa, Florida, and this area here, Miami. Uh, here you have another uh, category. I don't. You don't says it doesn't say one here, so we don't know what this is going to be. I think at this point, and that's heading right towards uh, Houston, Texas, and Texas, and uh, part of Louisiana, I believe. And so that's not good. Here we have something coming off the Baja California. It looks like, and. Um, I don't know if it's going to affect Los Angeles, San Diego. We don't know. Uh, and then you have a bunch of situations here. I'm not sure what that is. Once again, I apologize. Uh, but when I get my sister here next time, hopefully, she can explain what some of these numbers are, uh, what we're looking at. Because, um, But my main point here is you can see what's happening this week. It's it's We're going to get hit here and here. And... Um, what he says, what we're looking at is a tropical storm making landfall in Texas and Louisiana at the same time. 
A Category 1 hurricane makes landfall in Florida on its way to Mississippi and Alabama. And that's not all. The past 72 hours has seen explosive wildfire growth in the West, especially in California and Colorado. Now check this out. This is our wildfires here in the West. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I live right here. I live right here. I'm on the border of Utah and uh, Nevada and a little bit of Arizona strip. So I'm in a little tri-state area here. And we got fires all in um, some areas here in Nevada and some areas here in Utah. That's where I'm at. Uh, Arizona looks like it's under fire. Here's uh, California's burning. Look at this. Okay. Now, this here's Texas. Now, look at you got two hurricanes coming up here. <laughs> look at you got all this going on here. There's a cat one down here. Uh, it's in Mexico, but nonetheless, look at this. Two hurricanes coming. And uh, I'm not sure what the, the green are, but this is fire. Now, let me tell you something. Let me ask you this. Does this look uh, normal? Does this look like what you saw last year or the year before? Uh, to me, this looks abnormal. And it looks abnormal to the Red Cross, too. So my point is the earth is groaning. The earth is moaning. Uh, the earth is awaiting the revelation of the sons of God, um, which those who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, to be uh, revealed, <laughs> taken up in glory. Oh, nature itself is groaning for redemption. Uh, it wants to be redeemed from the fallen world. You can see this here. This isn't by accident. I'm not just, I'm not sounding like a religious nut here. I'm just telling you, there's there's something here. Now listen to this. Here's Here's what the writer says. As I write this, Destructive firestorms are causing thousands of people to evacuate from the San Francisco Bay Area north to the California-Oregon state line. Thousands. A series of wildfires sparked by lightning over the weekend spread rapidly. There's high winds. There's dried air. There's triple-digit temperatures, week-long heat wave. All this stuff is just coming to fruition uh, by this afternoon, he writes, tens of thousands of residents were ordered to evacuate in the face of three major groupings or complexes of fires covering over 400,000 acres. Blazing across the region, and then he names the complexes, and I don't know what they are um, or what that means, but each of these complexes remains uncontained, and they involved numerous smaller fires. That's what we're looking at somewhere here. Thousands of people, 400,000 acres all right, and then you're going to have floods here, and you're going to have fire here. You know, and, and, and never mind, you know, you're in the middle of this COVID uh, pandemic uh, stuff. <sighs> okay, we got another map here. It says active fires right here. USA current wildfires, current perimeters. And you have satellite thermal hotspots and fire activity. And he does have this circled here, right here. Here's what he says. I love this right here. This, this really got my attention when I read this email yesterday. None of this is normal. None of this is normal. In California, massive uh, fires compound the effects of the pandemic, record heat wave. It's affecting millions. 
There's more risk inhaling smoky air here in Nevada. I look outside and my mountain view is obscured. My beautiful view of the, the Virgin Mountains uh, is obscured by smoke from California and also from Utah. Experts are warning of serious health risks for those who don't evacuate. Uh, Red Cross is responding to a large wildfire in Colorado. It's called the Grizzly Fire in Colorado. Last night, in response to wildfires across the West, the Red Cross had nearly 600 evacuees in their care. Okay, that's what I said. If you're going to give money to an organization, um, I know you want to support Joe Biden um, and the Democrats, but maybe we might want to think about uh, helping some people that need help. We pro they, they provided 364 evacuees with hotel rooms in lieu of uh, shelters. Most of the folks have medical conditions. Ouch. They opened the Red Cross shelters for 220 evacuees. That's a lot of people, folks. Today, they're working with their state and county partners at temporary evacuation points um, as the fires grow. So he says they can't predict the fire activity. They can't, uh, you know, as well as they can predict, uh, you know, cyclones and stuff. But given the weather and the drought conditions in the West, it's going to be some big challenging um, days up ahead. Also, as the two storms concurrently make landfall in the United States. This is huge. Um, so, the two storms are going to make wet, uh, landfall. As the wildfires continue, besieged the west on Tuesday. Also is the Midwest Derecho. This is what I had posted this on our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media uh, Facebook page. So facebook.com slash fifth hook media. It's our Facebook page. Go there. I'd posted this. And the question I how come how come nobody in the lamestream media is mentioning this derecho that happened in Iowa? Uh, I, I had a hard time finding anything about it. Uh, and a a listener had sent me the information. Uh and I couldn't find anything about it. It's amazing. Um, Tuesday will be day 14 of their level four response in Iowa and our level three response in Illinois. Uh, he says, you may never heard of the word before. I never heard of it before this. Derechos don't happen very often. They're like extreme fire weather in California. They are not normal. Listen to this. They are not normal. They are not normal. Basically, they're a combination of a tornado and a hurricane, typically widespread, long-lived with hurricane force winds, tornadoes, heavy wanes, flash floods. On Mon Monday, August 10th, this derecho tore across the Midwest from the Dakotas to Ohio. <coughs> Nearly 800 miles in 14 hours. Hardest hit was Iowa, where the storm survived or arrived, I'm sorry, with little warning, bringing winds up to 140 miles hours. I watch videos of this on um, MB3's channel and uh, absolutely frightening. Caused nearly 600,000 customers to lose power, 30,000 still without power today in connectivity. It's uh, caused over $1 billion in damages to the state's corn crop in several communities. The call center has filled in hundreds of calls from residents seeking shelter, food, water, and financial assistance. The mainstream media is not even talking about. All they're doing is talking about the election, some sports, what Kim Kardashian, what her butt looks like today. Just nonsense. Just crazy 
crap COVID nonsense and no one's talking about this and trying to get some help here. This is unbelievable. The people in Iowa, you know, how does it affect us? Well, they're in Iowa. How does it affect us? Well, they're number one in pig production. They're number one in corn production. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's going to hurt them and the rest of the nation. All these crops are destroyed. Let's look at this uh, Iowa Derecho Call Center dashboard. Ooh, here we have calls. 538 short-term sheltering, long-term sheltering, 409. Financial assistance, almost 500. 108, 109 calls for help. Uh, Cedar Rapids, Marshalltown, I'm sorry, Ankeny, Iowa City are still strewn with tons of debris, reeling reeling from devastating damage. I can't even read today. Damage assessment teams and those of our partners have already documented nearly 1,700 homes destroyed, folks, gone, or without major disaster-caused damage, or with major disaster-caused damage. I'm trying to read this as I'm trying to understand it. And we've initiated their financial assistance mission today to provide immediate assistance to these households. Uh, probably more than their state governors have done. I know I know in Iowa, they, they couldn't even get any of these politicians to get off their lazy asses to do anything. I think they got a Republican governor too. It took them like four days to go, hey, we'll be right there with the water. You know, it, it took them forever. Uh, the White House didn't respond till I don't know how long. It's, it's, I don't know. This world is crazy. Look at this. Look at destroyed damage, major damage, minor damage, affected damage. <laughs> Recovery will likely take months, if not years. Red Cross will be there as they are now. They have 300 responders assigned and over 120 responders on the ground, boots on the ground, caring for 120 clients in all these shelters. Um, They have 84 hotel rooms. Um, I'm telling you what, if this happens to you, if it happens to me here, if something major, we're going to want these people here. We're going to want help. We're going to want Red Cross. We we don't want to depend on our government. We don't want to just depend on FEMA. Um, we, we're going to need some help. This is amazing. They're feeding, they have feeding missions in the hardest hit areas, distributing tarps, rakes, shovels, other emergency supplies. There are over 1,000 households. They're on track to serve 6,700 households with 40,000 boxed meals in addition to 33,000 ready-to-eat meals which we continue, the Red Cross continues to distribute in areas still without power and homes not connected to street lines. Service delivery in Iowa looks like this. Here's some pictures of what it looks like. Look at this, look at this. How would you like this to be your home? This was from a derecho. Hurricane force winds, it's like a, a land hurricane. And uh, uh, I never heard of such a thing. But in this parallel universe we live in, uh, there's derechos in Iowa that destroys everything. So you, you have, how'd you like to be that house? I, I, I don't. Um, we've got some uh, Red Cross. We've got people obviously on cots. 
They're being sheltered. They're, they wouldn't be here if they didn't have, um, if their homes weren't destroyed. And, the, and, and, and top of all this, they got to wear masks because of the COVID, because of the corona. Look at this. Here's meals. Hey, those look pretty good. Is that fried chicken? Look at Perel Station. Mass. There's a corona going on. Look at this. They had uh, 31 active disaster relief operations. They woke up today, including four level four operations. I'm getting the, the hint that level four is like the, the top. We'll add at least four or five more disaster relief operations before the day is out as they get ready for the tropical systems. Among those level fours are our response to Hurricane Hannah in Texas, Hurricane Isaiah in Pennsylvania, and Greater Chesapeake. They're winding down those operations, but they're not done yet. Uh, by Sunday, they'll complete their financial assistance mission in Texas, which was the capstone of their mass care missions in response to Hannah. Over the past 28 days, 335 Red Cross responders have responded to Hurricane Hannah. They provided 34,000 meals, over 10,000 relief items like clean-up kits, and over 430,000 in financial assistance uh, to over 2,000 clients displaced by Hurricane Hannah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Dude, it, everything's not okay, okay? It's not okay. This isn't right. We always have hurricanes. We always have storms. We, we have... We have earthquakes. We have wildfires. We've always had that, but not like this. This is this is insane. All at once on the nation. This is just the United States. I, you can imagine what's going on everywhere else. Look at these pictures. I'm surprised the mass Nazis haven't got this lady. Where are the mass Nazis yelling at her? Put on your mask. I know you just lost everything you ever owned, and you everybody that you know and loved is dead. But where's your mask? Where's the mass Nazis? Where are the brown shirts? Look at this. Look at this. Most of these, most of these folks are volunteers, you know. Yeah, I'll have to ask my sister about all these pictures here, but most of these folks are doing it uh, volunteer. Okay, there's humans. There's still humans left. That the politicians and that and that those clowns, those those bio suit robots that you see on TV, blabbing their stupid heads. They're not even human. These are humans trying to help other humans. Look at To date, 113 Red Cross responders nearly all on the ground have provided services across 14 states and territories from the Caribbean to New England, including 4,000 hotel overnight stays, financial assistance to 7,200 clients. Uh, successful service delivery in these large concurrent responses built upon the readiness and relationships they maintain throughout the year. A good example, in the past 24 hours is the Georgia region's response to a four-story apartment complex fire, partial building collapse in northeast Atlanta. So let's add other stuff to it, too. I mean, there's other stuff going on. 330 units lost and 90 units suffering fire, smoke, and water damage. The Red Cross disaster action teams from the Georgia region responded immediately, began assisting over 100 families with temporary lodging, food, clothing, personal care items, health services, even as firefighters combated the blaze. This is a good organization, folks, Red Cross. Uh, the Georgia team reached out with affected families and assistants. They did a lot of stuff there, all right? 
This is readiness in action, and work like this continues every day and night all over the country. These are people who care. Um, there's some people displaced us out of this, this apartment complex. They're displaced. Look at them. Look at this. Look at this. Gone. Your homes are gone. Here's very fatigued firefighter. There's Red Cross, probably a volunteer here, helping out, trying to help these people out. And then you have the coronavirus pandemic. It's not changed the mission that they do. <clears throat> Implicit in our mission is to prevent and alleviate, uh, alleviate human suffering in the face of emergencies by mobilizing the power of volunteers and the generosity of donors. I like that, is presence. Presence is a mission. Be there. Go do something. Do something to help. Uh, with nearly 300 volunteers responding in the field today and more on the way, these are volunteers. These are humans helping humans. These aren't politicians. These aren't your biosuit robots that you see on TV blabbing their stupid gums. These aren't your stupid celebrities or your sports figures or your damn money preachers that won't leave their little cage behind their little church pulpit. These are real humans helping other humans like we should be. Like we should be. This is the priority. Don't get me mad. I'm getting upset. I shouldn't be upset. I'm just reading. Why am I upset? Uh, so, with nearly 300 volunteers responding in the field today, more on the way, continues to be present across the country. Uh, let's see. So, anyway, they're, they're still dealing with the COVID stuff. They're taking every reasonable step to mitigate the risk of COVID to their clients and the workforce. They got to do all this work and all this help in the midst of mass mandate distance. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you're, you just got hit by a dead at Joe, your apartment complex, but you know, hurricanes are coming. Fires are coming. Last thing I care about is where we freaking washing my freaking hands. Um, so anyway, they do encourage uh, people to share this story about the responders. And that's what I just did. I just shared the story. And to support that effort, they developed several tools. I don't know what they are. Once again, forget my sister here. Maybe she can explain what these tools are. Maybe we can go a little deeper into what they do and help. But my, um, uh, my, I mean, as I end here, he says the weeks to follow are extremely um, above average risk. Look at this. Look at this. Will the weeks to follow? So will the weeks to follow as an extremely above average risk of hurricanes, average risk of hurricanes. What is that? What is that? A hundred and forty percent of the long range seasonal norm. This is the same guy. I mean, he just wrote this whole email, and put all this out. This is the same guy who said twice, not once, but twice. This is not normal. And then he says, above average risk of hurricanes, 140%. Above. Okay, you tell me nothing's going, everything's fine. We're just going to go, just just do melon bellets and, and, and the, the, the sports, and then the big the guys are going to pat each other on the butt and play football. You see what I'm saying? This is an above average risk of wildfires. Above average in the West. They converge with each other with the ongoing COVID. So I like this. He quotes uh, Marshall Humuth von Mortke. He says, hope is not a plan. <laughs> you might say, well, I hope everything works out okay. It's like your salvation, dude. 
You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I hope I'm going to die and go to heaven. I just hope. I, you know, if you if you don't have a plan for your salvation, you're kind of screwed. No, you really are screwed. There's only one way for eternal life. That's the Lord Jesus Christ, who who came and died for your sins. The Father God, the God, the Creator God, sent His Son to reconcile us back to Him. And that's just a fact. That's the truth. So if you don't have a plan for your eternal life, you ain't got a plan. You, you, I hope everything works out okay. I hope there isn't a hell. Like, well, dude, I'm telling you, you, hope is not a plan. And no plan survives the first contact with the enemy. You know, if you die today and, uh, you know, judgment comes and you, you're, your name's not written in that book of life, your plan and all your good intentions aren't going to survive that. So instead, we maintain our readiness to operate, translate what we learn from one operation to practical improvements for the next, and cultivate nimble learning organization that adapts to ever-changing circumstances. As far as your eternal life is, there's one way. If you don't know about it, listen to uh, other videos from the Kapow Cam, Kapow Radio Show. Type in Kapow Radio Show on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. You'll find the podcast, and we've done for the last two or three weeks the simple gospel of God. The simple gospel of God. It's not hard, okay? It's what, yeah, it's faith, not religion. I'm telling you. Anyway, the next few months will not be easy for the Red Cross. They will almost certainly be operating in some unprecedented situations, they are ready. Thanks to the entire team, they'll keep us posted. This is written by Brad J. Kaiserman. Forgive me if I butchered your name. Vice President of Disaster Operations and Logistics. Disaster Cycle Services, American Red Cross National Headquarters. So Brad knows what he's talking about. And uh, here you have it, folks, right there. Uh, right there, fire map. Okay. So I know I, I went long, and I always do, and I blab a lot, and um, that's okay because you, you have a stop button. You can stop it at any time you want. Don't hurt my feelings. I just thought I would put something out to let you know what is happening around you in the United States that no one's talking about. Everything's nonsense. I I read. I go through Fifth Oak Media. That's what I do. I go through all the news cycles all every day, every morning. I used to talk about it all the time in my Freedom Friday show. I quit doing the Freedom Friday show because the news, the reality caught up with my warnings. I was constantly warning about perilous times we're entering. And then they came. And so now there's nothing else to talk about. They're here. You know, I, I don't warn anymore because they're, they're here. There's no there's no more warning. If you, if, you did, if people didn't get it then, they're not going to get it now. This is a warning. I am, I'm trying to warn you. This is not normal. This is not right. Um, do what you got to do physically, but do what you got to do spiritually also. Um, we're not going to fight this and win. Um any new president or continuing president is not going to make this go away. Um, whether you have a virus or don't have a virus, whether you wear a mask or don't wear it, it's not going to make this go away. This is very real. It's, it's very real. It's very sobering. 
and it's coming to a town near us. All right? So, have happy, be happy. Don't be, just go out and be happy. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. All right, folks. Um, good night, and we will talk to you later, and we will continue on with our Gospel of God uh, come this Sunday. <laughs>